Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 193. Uh, last week we had uh, a Pertinax related uh, title. This one we have a, a follow up. Um, so 192 was the the consulship of Pertinax or something like this. 193, Pertinax's assassination. So wasn't a very good leader. Uh, I'm Trey, joined by Dylan, Tucker, and Cam. Full pod for the first uh, time in a while, at least at the beginning of the show. How are we doing, gentlemen? Doing the dream. Doing well. Wonderful. Glad to hear it. I'm also doing well. I'm in a particularly good mood because the Wasted Takes Parlay is your first winner of the week. Uh, Wasted Takes, we were uh, 0-2 on the season. Uh, came into this one, you know, put Tucker put the Monday night in make uh, game in to make us sweat once again. Wasn't looking great for a little but, bit, but ended up winning. Um, and I uh, I didn't join, but uh, I think the three of you hedged your bet and and uh, made some some extra cash. Is that correct? I not make extra cash. I pushed on my uh, hedge, so I had plus three. Yep. So what Dylan and I did, the smart move, you would never, ever in a million years bet plus three. Gives you no opportunity for the gap. So what Dylan and I did is we bought it to three and a half. Um, Dylan got it at six and a half with boosted odds, giving him a little bit more of a chance. Uh, I'm just a, I'm just a sharp like that, where I knew it was going to be three. So I went ahead and said, let me stick it right in between. We had Bengals at two and a half minus. We had Rams at plus three and a half. Uh, Bengals win by three. We win both bets. It's two hundred actually, you know, two hundred dollars and some change in my pocket. Yeah, uh, Tucker or not Tucker, uh, Cam and Dylan are the sharpest uh, gamblers on the pod right now. Um, obviously, that was demonstrated by that maneuver. But uh, overall record for the Waste Six Parlay one and two. Tucker Tucker's picks sitting also at one and two. I myself am at two and one. Cam is at two zero oh, and one, and Dylan is perfect three and zero. Oh. Yes, sir. Very sharp, Dylan. Very sharp. Any any secrets to share with the listeners? How you're how you're picking your games? I just pick the winners. It's that easy. All right. Um, other winners and losers. I had a good one no that I forgot. Uh, poll. Yankees and Red Sox. Both. Yeah, the yeah, Yankees, Red Sox have been have been losers um, for quite a while. Paul, we have one point to give out immediately, and that goes to Dylan for his late take on last week's episode that uh, there would be a new type of turf, grass, some sort of substance used on the field within two years to limit injuries. Uh, people seem to like that one. That pulled down uh, two votes out of five. So, um, and the second one, we have a tie, uh, between Tucker and Cam Tucker's take being that Mitch Trubisky will be the starter to replace Kenny Pickett. Still feeling good about that take Tucker. I am. Well, you know, this is the first time he ever threw for two touchdowns in his life. I did know that. And I wanted to talk about that because I, I found out that shortly before the game. So, um, and Cam's take Someone told me Kenny Pickett. Sorry, some, someone told me Kenny Pickett leads the division in, in uh, yards and touchdowns or something. I That could be true. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't. Um, he has 689 with four touchdowns. I think that's the record. I think that's winning. 
Um, Cam's take that tied it was the Avengers USA take that um, LeBron was going to lead a team of the best warriors to the Olympics. And uh, I was listening back to the episode. I was a loser in that episode. This was two weeks ago. I disagreed with it. I should be totally on board. Why would I disagree with that? Um, If anything, it will prove that they are the greatest USA team of all time if they're able to beat better competition in different uh, countries. So I apologize to the podcast and to my country for... Uh, being a loser, I need to be. I need to be better than that. But uh, Tucker, you are obviously behind. Do you want to pick or defer? Um, right is right. You're gonna pick. I'm gonna pick right. It is indeed right. That's a bummer. Wow. Tucker gets the point. Huge point. Comebacks on. Tucker picking up a much needed point that has been uh, sitting. Uh, he, 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 you haven't had a lot of these moments, although you're, you're catching up to me. So now it's a, a real race for second, six, five, four, and then Cam's at 14. Um, all right. One winner that I wanted to point out was I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to save that winner until we get into the game talk. Uh, waste of takes. Anybody want to lead off? All right. I will. Um, so. Haven't done a uh, take after a Patriots game this season, really that related it, related to it. So I figured I would do that this week. Although it is not about the Patriots, the New York Jets came out and put on just one of the most mediocre offensive performances I've ever seen. Uh, they had one good drive the entire game. Um, they didn't turn the ball over, uh, if you don't count a safety, uh, but they did get a safety. They just overall looked like they couldn't pass the ball in any capacity. Zach Wilson looks awful. Uh, I've heard some say they are the worst. Uh, he's the worst they've ever seen play the position. I don't. I don't really know if that's true. He's there's been so many suck bag quarterbacks over the years that they all kind of melt together. But he definitely isn't good, and it doesn't seem like he can be good. It seems like his uh, his time as a quarterback in the NFL is uh, very limited. Um, so they're talking about going out and doing something else and they brought in Trevor Simeon, who is a bum. Uh, that's not going to help. Uh, now there was a report today that Sala is possibly in danger of losing the locker room. Uh, who knows what kind of implication that will have for, um, next year when Rogers comes back. Um, I already said he's going to get fired. Maybe it'll be sooner than I thought. I said two years. There's a little rumor I've been hearing going around that I like. And it is trading for a quarterback, you know, that can probably help you win now. You seem to have the talent around the quarterback. He's just the one holding you back. And it's with an 0-3 team that has some real uh, questions to answer. And maybe what might want to consider a tank year to try to pick up one of these quarterbacks coming up. It is the Vikings. It is Kirk Cousins. The Jets are going to trade for Kirk Cousins before the trade deadline. And he will be the starting quarterback of the New York Jets very soon. The Vikings are just in a weird spot where they're not winning games. The Chargers-Vikings game was the battle of loser franchises. And the Vikings are the biggest loser. I couldn't be more happy to see the downfall. Justin Jefferson's getting frustrated. Uh, Kirk just can't seem to put together a winning game. Um, 
And if I were them, I absolutely would trade him. That would be a ter- this I think this would be a terrible move for the Jets. You're not going to hold on to Kirk when you have Aaron Rodgers. Um, unless Rodgers isn't coming back for real, which it sounds like he's going to try to. Um, then you're getting him for a year. And the Vikings just need to lean into the tank. Maybe pick up Caleb Williams. Put him with Jay Jettas. I don't know. Could be good. Does Drake make it? I know, Tucker, I know you're high on him. Um, I say you, if you're the Vikings, lean into the suck. Trade away Kirk Cousins. And if you're the Jets, hope that he can come in and maybe make you competitive in the division. Sneak in the wild card. Although, I think it would be a disaster move. But that's the Jets. They make disaster moves. So, Kirk Cousins will be a Jet by the trade deadline. That's the take. I love it. I think... Um, I think you're right. Pretty much about everything. I think that this is a, a must must do move if you're the if you're the Vikings. Now I don't know how the numbers work out. Cap's not real, so they'll figure it out. But he he isn't going. He's already reached his ceiling, right? I mean, he's playing good football and he's not winning games. That means there's nothing that he else that he can do that will win you football games at this point. And win you a Super Bowl. So he's got to go. And Viking fans are holding on, and they actually like the guy. Yeah, you can't be a nice guy in the league. And, you know, that's not what wins you with Super Bowls. Tom Brady proved that by saying he hated everyone. That was awesome. So, uh, can't be a nice guy. Vikings should absolutely get this guy out, especially when Justin Jefferson talks of being wanting to leave. Not from his mouth, but, I mean, it's out there that – you know, he's the uh, generational talent. You can't turn into Calvin Johnson, right, and just be on a bad franchise team for the rest of your life. So you got to you gotta start fresh. Get a young guy in there. Make people want to go to Minnesota and play for him because nobody's chomping at the bit to play for Kirk. So it's a, absolutely the move for the Vikings. Jets-wise, what are you going to do? I mean, you're going to tell the guy, look, we just want you for a year. Aaron's coming back. Maybe if he doesn't come back, we'll keep you. But then Kirk has no say on kind of where his future. I think he's settled in Minnesota, and they're just a bad franchise, and they're not going to actually do it. But I like it. I, will, I hope it happens. But uh, we'll see. Tuck? Um, I, so I agree with you, Trey. I think I can see this happening. Cam, I don't agree. What do you mean people don't want to play with him? Like, I... I don't know. I don't you think people are begging to go play in Minnesota with Kirk Cousins. I think that he's a good quarterback. Like, I don't think people are chomping at the bit. I don't That's think people what I are said. disappointed in Kirk Cousins. No, 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 no. I just don't think people are going to Minnesota to play for him. And I think the people that are there are, you know, necessarily mad at him for for not winning games. But they know that he's old and he's sealing out and he's not gonna win it. I'm looking up who the Vikings backup QB is. It's not Kellen Mond anymore. No, no but uh, I think they, they absolutely should should get rid of Kirk. And it's not for lack of being good. It's for just trying to keep people in Minnesota. Get some excitement Nick there and get Mullins. people wanting to go there. I mean, if you're trying to tank, Nick Mullins might be the perfect guy. Yeah, that's true. I, I imagine if they're able to get the first pick and they end up. I mean, yeah, you got Justin Jefferson, Jordan Ass, and TJ Hawkinson as your one, two, three. 
I mean, that's a good, that's a good group to develop a rookie around. Never mind one of the best prospects we've seen in a long time. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think they can get that number one pick because at the end of the day, they do have to play the Bears twice a year. Maybe Mick Mullins gets you there, though. Uh, Dill. Um, I don't think this is happening simply because I think. I think the Vikings are just going to ride it out, like Cam said, for this season. Uh, they did just trade for another running back, and I don't think they're just going to get rid of their quarterback of 100 years for, I don't know, probably not much in return. I don't think they plan to, but I think huh? their start has changed things. Yeah, I mean, I still see them winning games. I think they're just in a three-game funk. I don't think they're as bad as people are saying they are. They're still, like, playing okay. You just have had, like, at least in the last game, um, they just had some bad drops and some turnovers that just were not ideal. All right. Who's got a take? I do. All right, not a rip. I have another QB take. It's about a team near and dear to Cam's heart, the Broncos. So I think their season's over, basically. I think Sean Payton is now panicking, thinking, oh, no, I talked all this. Like, I was going to be the greatest thing this city's ever seen, and we just got – Molly Watt. What is the plan for here? It's tank. It is tank. Say that you're going for a new QB. You don't like Russ, whatever. I think Russell Wilson's benched before the end of this year. I'm going to say maybe week eight or nine, but Russell Wilson will be benched. Sean Payton doesn't seem to like him. He kind of had some statements about him earlier in the season about cut the whole act. I think he benches them, and I think they're going for a QB in the draft. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can see it. Uh, I definitely think Sean has his problems with Russ. Although, that game the other day, uh, which we will, of course, talk about, wasn't really on, on Russ. No, it's on the defense. No, he played well enough to keep them in the game, at least, and the defense quit. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I've said since he went there that I didn't think they were going to be good. I didn't think they were going to be good this year. Um, I think they will be looking for a quarterback. Now, do I think he gets benched? I'm not sure. Um, I guess it could happen if he, if he, if he plays poorly, but if he continues to play like he did, uh, last week, and puts up, you know, decent numbers and just doesn't get any help, then you can't really sit him because then that's like, I feel like that's too obvious of the tank. I don't think we've ever seen a team be that obvious. Maybe the Cardinals, but at least their quarterback's injured. Um, so I, I don't know. I think if he plays well, then it won't happen. As soon as he starts to suck, yes, I agree. They'll, they will try to bench him. I think uh, Sean Payton's looking for a scapegoat. Yeah, for sure. Be like, it's not on me, it's on 
this, this, and this. Anything to get the pressure off him. Because uh, right now, Sean Payton, three weeks in the season, he might be on the hot seat. And so I think the way they go for it is QB problem. I'm going to get a new QB in here. Uh, Cam, your Super Bowl uh, contender, uh, not starting so well. Agree with this take, disagree with it. I don't buy this for a second. Uh, Sean Payton came out last year and said that the Broncos are embarrassing. I never let that happen or something. And now he's letting it happen. So he needs to do the exact opposite. I think the Broncos are a playoff team and they're a Super Bowl contender. And they're going to prove that. Russell Wilson's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Sean Payton's a Super Bowl winning coach. People forget that. Take they've had Larry. a couple of, they've had some unfortunate uh, happen, happens, happenings to them this year. I mean, Wait, specifically, they scored 20. They scored 20 on the Bears. That's a good defense, right? They, the, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I think the players just kind of gave up after a certain point. But they put points on the board. That defense is, is, is good. They just kind of gave up and, and didn't play as a whole team. And I think they're going to come back fire. You've got to pick me up win this week, an easy, easy dub against the Bears. And then next thing you know, one and three. More like 14 and 3. That's a Super Bowl caliber <laughs> team, and I'm sticking with it. So you've got them running the table from here on out. Um, Dale? Um, I think I think the Broncos are on a downward spiral. Damn, sorry. Um, 3 and 14 sounds more likely. Uh this was the Russell Wilson experiment. It has failed. It's been a coaching experiment. It's also failed. It's time to clean shop. Mm-hmm. They might need to move cities. <laughs> Does Russell Wilson get benched? No. Okay, so you disagree with the take. Correct. All right. Uh, who's next? I got um, uh, Yeah, Dan, you can go if you want. I got a great one. So, we're just talking Dolphins a little bit. Uh, putting up 70. Unreal. A lot of points. Some would say too many. Uh, that someone is me. Uh, <laughs> I think they've exhausted too many scoring opportunities. Uh, next three games are going to be flat. They're going 0-3 next three games. Oh, okay. Uh, do you have a new schedule in front of you? Uh, yeah, it's good for them. Uh, they're playing the Bills, which is hit or miss, and the Giants, then the Panthers. Ah. So, <laughs> uh, it progressively gets easier to win, uh, as three weeks go on. But, you know, once the seed has been planted of one loss, it might grow into a losing tree. So we have L to the Bills, Giants, and the Panthers. And a maximum, and, and they're going to even out their uh, their points per game. They'll be back at 25 like they always are or less. Um, It'll be look, hard to get back to 25 points per game because they've put up. They're 43.3 right now. So they're going to have they're going to have a crap game against some one of these teams and uh, score like three points. Two will get injured. They'll be three and three. Mark my words. So I just did the math out. I'm pretty sure they're going to have to average seven points per game. 
All right. You know. um, yeah, so I think there's definitely some credence to the maybe letdown. Um, it's tough to, uh, you know, play that well and not get full of yourself and maybe play into a trap game. Now, this next game against the Bills, they uh, are probably going to be up for that. It's a divisional game. It's a chance to really cement yourself as a division leader. Uh, start the season 4-0. And you've basically got the world by the balls at that point. Um, maybe the Panthers and uh, Giants games, they do have a little bit of a letdown. Um, I could see it definitely happening. Do I think they're bad enough to lose to the Giants? Yeah, it could happen. I could see the Giants beating them. Do I think they're bad enough to lose to the Panthers? Probably not. I think they at least pick up one win out of these next three. More than likely, it'll be two and uh, one loss. But that one loss could be a letdown, especially if it's to the Bills. Um, that would be, you know, uh, kind of a game changer for their season if they're not able to to kind of take control of the division that way. Um, I I definitely do think that the seventy was overinflated. Uh, they the the Broncos gave up on the game. Um, that's what happened. That's why they were able to score so much. Uh, do I think that it's uh, you know? like a, a crazy number, like, I guess, how should I put this? Do I think that they um, totally don't deserve credit for that? No, they definitely deserve credit. I mean, the uh, the play calling was tremendous, and those some of those gadget plays were very, very cool. Um, turns out if you're just faster than everyone, you're probably the best team in the NFL. So um, the 70 number is overinflated. I think it says a lot about the Broncos, um, maybe even more about the Broncos that they just quit. Um, and we're letting third stringers hit 70 yard bombs on them. So, um, I, I don't think that they will go, uh, oh, and three, but, um, I do think they'll return to form. Uh, Cam, your team was mentioned as one of these teams. Yeah. I mean, that's a loss right there. Cam, I think it's a trap game, honestly. It's, it's the biggest trap game you'll ever see. And I Kansas think they win next week. Game. Um, I think the Giants actually take him down by double digits. It's a 16-point victory for Big Blue uh, in Miami. Won't be at the game. Wish I could be there. Um, but I'll have a lot of friends at the game. And I can't wait to talk about it afterwards. As for the Dolphins, I think uh, they're a pretty good team. If, if anything, they might go 16-1 and one this year with that one loss being to us. You guys like do like to do that. Um, Tuck? Um, yeah, I'm not sure 0-3. I think they I think they could lose one of either the Giants or the Panthers. I think that could be a trap game they fall into. But uh, I don't know. I feel like if this team loses one bad game, they would just, you know, they'd kind of pull themselves up. I can't really see. I don't know. They feel like they're built to win. They're really good. Um. Uh, I do think that game said uh, – we'll talk about that later. But, um, yeah, um, I'm not sure I agree with the take. I like it, though. It's wasted. And if it hits, though, are you going to are you gonna put a bet on the uh, Bills money line this week? Um, I might have to. I actually think the Bills are favored. Now that I think about it. Um, 
we can get into uh, some some uh, parlay building later and some bets. Um, so Tuck, no Cam, Cam, your take. Hey, hi. Um, problem is me. Oh God. And that is where my take is headed. Plug your ears, everybody who doesn't want to hear about Taylor Swift. Um, recent news, she and Travis Kelsey seem to be an item. Uh, we're not really sure. Maybe it's a friendship. Maybe she's given him like a three date rule before it's official. Uh, it seems very played out. It seems very active, very scripted. Um, and I love it. I love it. I, I'm here for Taylor Swift getting into the football game. I'm a big fan of hers. Always have been. Um, and I think that, you know, maybe I think they are, are dating. Maybe I think it's, it's, uh, it's going to work out for the best and they're going to get happily married and she's going to be in the football realm for a long time. Not to mention with the Chiefs, the best in the business. Then there's the other side of things where maybe it is just a business, right? It's a business move. It's the best team in the league. So she wants to be involved with the best team as the best, uh, as the best, you know, artist of all time. Um, so here's the take is we were talking about Carrie Underwood earlier in the Monday night or the Sunday night football thing. And it was brought up by Linnea, Dylan's girlfriend, who's an avid Swifty, I, uh, I, I believe. And it made me think, well, the girls are getting involved, right? They're starting to hear things. They're starting to read about football. But Taylor Swift, in the same conversation as Carrie Underwood, singing the Sunday Night Football thing, I think Taylor Swift is going to weasel her way in to doing a Monday Night Football theme instead of like what Carrie Underwood does the Sunday. I've been waiting all day for Sunday night. Taylor Swift is going to take over the Monday night and do a version of her own um, and be sponsored, and that's kind of her into the football. So a long story short, Taylor Swift is uh, the new spokes singer woman on Monday Night for no, Monday Night Football. Nope, uh, not going to happen for a litany of reasons, uh, some of which I will get into when we talk about the game. Um, but mainly, uh, Taylor thinks she's above the NFL. She thinks she's above it. She thinks she's too good for it. A lot of her fans have a similar mentality, too good for this for this thing. That is the most popular event in the world. It's the most, the most watched programming in the country every year. The top 20 are NFL games. So they think they're too good for it. She thinks she's too good for it. She's turned down the Super Bowl. Uh, she's, you know, making a mockery of the game by coming in and wearing her little chief shirt. And, yeah, let's go. No, she's too good for it in her mind. She's not actually too good for it. Uh, would be a great move. She'll never touch the queen, Carrie Underwood, who is a legend of the game, about 50 times hotter. I would say probably a better performer. I mean, I don't know how much you analyze the video of her doing, you know, the Sunday night football theme, playing the drums, dancing around in heels. I mean, just electric factory. Uh, no, this doesn't happen. Taylor thinks she's too good for the NFL. When she gets her little press off this and her little buzz, and all her fans are like, oh, she's too good for this guy, blah, blah, blah. And she writes a song about a football player. And they all 
I'm going to stop myself before I get out of hand. Um, no, not going to happen. Tucker? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of starting to come in on Taylor. Swifties, no. I'm not in on the Swifties. But Taylor, like, she was, she was supportive. I mean, she game. She was with Donna Kelsey. She was cheering her head off. Like, she didn't act like she was too good for football. She was up there yelling and screaming. I have so much to say That's about this. Go, that I, will, I will break this down during the game when we get to the game about why you're wrong. But go ahead. As for, uh, um, as for the Monday night theme, I'd love to hear it. I mean, Sunday Night Football song is incredible. I think Monday Night's missing a song. They have one. There's no singer. It doesn't need to be. But her, get her, I got her, get her on their track, fucking demo that, and have Taylor be singing over it, that'd be incredible. It's happening. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Dill. Um, I hate to break it to you, Cam, uh, but Chris Stapleton is launching Monday Night Football theme this Love year. That. Love that. Love that. Great singer. So, um, every Thursday. Sorry. No, I'm still going with Mondays. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. So, mid- Thursdays might be up for grabs. Um, so, mid- potentially Thursdays. Uh, I mean, I would imagine that if they do this, it would cost the league so much money that no team is they're, – they're going to be doing zero uh, artificial grass development because of this, which is not good for the players. So maybe they will do it, actually. Uh, How much do you think the NFL would have to pay Taylor's have to do? So, so much insane money. $50 Oh my god, but how many Swifties would not watch Monday Night Football just for Taylor Swift? Zero. Be worth Zero. the money. So this will be this will be old. Linnea would watch it. would be one so time she would watch football. it. And then she'd turn it off right after the theme. Um all right. correct. That's waste of takes segment. Linnea watches every Monday night football. I don't I think, think she does. I think she goes does she, does she watch it? Well, she's there. She is there. Um, okay. Game breakdown. Now, we usually split who is better, Giants or Patriots. Patriots and Giants are both one and, one and, uh, one and two. Uh, Patriots won this week, though, so we'll start there. Patriots won in ugly fashion against the Jets. Went out, got the job done. Wins a win, first win of the year. I'll take it. Um, I wasn't too impressed. And the winner that I was going to mention at the top of the show was Matt Patricia. We may have given Matt Patricia a little uh, too much of the blame. Um, Now, was the play calling bad last year? Yes. Has it been better this year? Yes. Much better? I wouldn't say so. Uh, the offense certainly hasn't looked better. It's kind of looked as if it's the same offense from last year. Um, maybe a little better passing game, but a worse running game. Um, obviously, 
we talked about the offensive line problems. I think those are continuing. I think Cole Strange is terrible. Uh, I think he's very, very close to bust territory uh, if he doesn't figure it out soon. He was awful in this game. I don't think he was good in the week before. Um, The biggest problem is the skill players. That's what it is. Um, The fact that you have Juju Smith-Schuster out there trying to be the third down guy that picks up these you know, he's got to have it plays and just doesn't know what route to run, cannot turn and locate the ball. Um, I've heard reports that uh, Mac and him don't really get many reps together in practice. Uh, maybe he's trying to nurse that injury or maybe he's just not working hard. Uh, I saw a couple plays where there was a lack of effort from him. He's useless, man. I think he's terrible. And I really don't understand the idea of keeping of going for him and not keeping Jacoby Myers when they signed for about the same amount of money. Um, I can tell you why it happened. It's because Jacoby Myers questioned the offense last year. Um, Pop Douglas got some snaps. I think he was pretty useless. Not getting, he should be the third down guy. He should be the guy they're targeting on these uh, gotta have it plays. He can create the most separation. He's got the most speed. Uh, He can be your little slot guy. They don't seem to want to use him that way. Um, defense is good. Defense is good. Um, again, like I said at the top of the show, really didn't have to put up much of an effort. Zach Wilson's horrible. The Jets are horrible. Uh, unless they make a move at quarterback, they're going to be right in the top five looking for, uh, I don't know what they're going to look for. Um, if I was them, I'd draft a quarterback, put him behind Rodgers, and hope he can get a development for the next three years. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, I, I just, I, we talked about week one being a moral victory and some people are now counting week two as a moral victory because we held that 70 point offense, uh, to, I don't remember what the final score was, but under 40 points. Um, I view this as a moral loss. Uh, we should have beat the Christ out of this team. We did nothing in the second half. Um, the running game is, has been there. Zeke looked good for the first time. So that's good news. Um, but yeah, I, I don't see this as a great win, but it is a win. And unfortunately, this is the type of wins we're going to have to take for the foreseeable future uh, until we decide to actually go after some talent um, in free agency slash the draft. The one great takeaway I will take away from this game is Christian Gonzalez continues his uh, rise. Uh, really locked down Garrett Wilson, shadowed him. I saw one uh, play that... Um, has been going around a little bit where he basically ran the route for for Wilson. Uh, Wilson was getting frustrated with Zach Wilson, understandably, but Christian Gonzalez is, you know, I hesitate to say the real deal because we're only three three games in, but he continues to prove that he can play in this league and that he was a great first round pick, potentially the best corner in the draft. Um, so very happy with him. Very, I'm I'm pleased with the defense. I'm not overly pleased because it was Zach Wilson and he was miserable. Um, But I'm pleased. And uh, I think there's a chance this unit could be, you know, one of the best in the league uh, this year. But it's not going to matter if you can't put up points. So um, the offense continues to be a concern for me. I'll take the win. It's a win. I'll take it. Uh, Can't say I'm surprised. Uh, Tuck, how are you feeling about your football team after their first win? Um, I do want to – I just had an echo. you hear that? Nope, you're good. Um, I do want to say that I think that it is a moral victory now against the Dolphins. Um, 
Defense is legit. Offense might not be, but the defense is real. Um, as for the offense, definitely some issues uh, all around. I'm not sure I'm going to go as far as to say that, uh, uh, sorry, Matt Patricia is off the hot seat because he's, I mean, he was still awful. We've gone and up against two top five and one top ten defenses in our three games. And we have another top five defense next week. So it's tough to really say, like, look, we look similar to last year when we're playing all the best defenses in the NFL right now. I mean, you know, if problems persist, obviously there needs to be something to be done. You should be able to perform against no matter the defense. Uh, but there's definitely a huge difference between this and last year where the Bears defense was stopping us consistently i think that i think that needs to be said i yeah and my whole point is that i think the play calling is better um but i think the i think i just think it's it was weighted a little too much how bad the play calling was when i think there was a little more weight to the lack of talent on the team i think there is i do agree i no, think there, there's there a, definitely I, has that's definitely been clear that there was a lack of talent on yeah. the team but i don't think this is the best um, you know, I just don't think that going against some of the best defenses when last year we couldn't perform against terrible defenses. Um, Christian Gonzalez, absolute dog. Offensive line wasn't that bad this week. Was not as bad this week. Trent Brown was a monster. Yeah, Zero pressures well. at well. all. He got paid, so now he's playing well. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, you know what? If that's what it takes, okay. Um... <laughs> You know, at least we paid a guy that we needed to pay, right, Trent? I yeah. So I, I, I like the extent of the uh, the paying him. I think it's fine. I have no problem with paying players, especially important ones. He worries me because he quits. Um, he quit on the Niners when he got a big deal from them. He quits if he doesn't feel like he's being evaluated properly in his contract. So it just worries me. But he basically sat out a game. Um, he said he had a concussion. I don't believe him. I think it was over the contract. But I'm glad they got it done, for sure. Um, but yeah, overall, win's a win. Not a pretty one for the most part. But are we going to talk about the Mac Jones uh, saga? Uh, yeah, I mean, if yeah. if you want to get into it. Um, so I'll say what I said earlier today. Um, I think Mac's starting to get a little bit of a bad rep. Um, he's done stuff like this before. I think he gets overly frustrated. Um, and it comes out in um, plays like this. He's kicked Jaquan Brisker in the nuts. He pulled on Brian Burns' ankle. He did one other thing that I can't remember, and now this. Uh, it was the running into the guy's knee on the uh, retur- the touchdown return. Okay, well, um, it seems to me when something bad happens to the offense or they're not playing their best, he gets an- anxious and frustrated. Uh, it, he just seems like kind of a cagey guy. I- so I so I agree in some sense though, but I don't think this. I I want to touch on this specifically. As yeah, in, I was I was oh. I was on my way there. Um, okay. But there's been a pattern of behavior, and I worry that he's going to get retaliation for it at some point and get a late hit and get injured, or um, that you know people aren't going to want to play with him because they think he's a tennis brat. This specific one, I think he did too much. The whistle blew. He kept he kept running. 
Um, you know, a lot of the linemen didn't see it because they were on the pile, but he gets tackled late. He doesn't really get any backup because the linemen didn't see it. Devontae Parker should have blown up uh, one of those players, but didn't because he's a he's a little girl and he showcased that by being pushed out of bounds against the Dolphins. But um, he he was doing too much. He got tackled. That should have been the end of it. He asked for a hand up from Sauce. Got slapped away. He got up. I think he did give him a little a little touch. I don't. Did I think he meant to, to nut tap him? No, I think he meant to like hit him in the stomach and like push him off. But he got his nuts and Sauce uh, retaliated probably too much. Um, and I, I think it's ridiculous that we're looking for a suspension out of this. Um, he, you know, gave him a little cup check. It's fine. These guys pull on each other's nuts in the pile all the time. Uh, your big boy Sauce, get over it. Um, they're just the Jets looking for an excuse as to why they lost and, and to try to blame others for their problems. Um, but it's, it's dirty pool for Mac and he's really got to learn to control himself. Like I was saying, he comes across as anxious. You see him working on his breathing all the time. He just seems to me like a very nervous guy, um, who puts a lot of pressure on himself to be great, which is, which is good. But if it doesn't go his way, he seems to get a little frustrated and these type of things happen, but. That's my take on it. If you want to pick up from there, Jeff. Uh, yeah, I do. Um, Sauce is a dirty player. I mean, Sauce was dirty to Mac. There was a play earlier in the game that didn't really get any look at where Mac slid and then Sauce just punched him. Like, I, supposedly going for the ball and just, like, hit him in the neck. And it was like... Like, this guy's playing dirty all game, and it's like, but you not tap me, so I'm the victim. Fuck you, dude. Like, you know what? You can't play this whole tough thing, and the one time something bad happens to you, you curl up into a ball. That's bullshit. I just, I don't think you can play tough and, like, you know, shove a guy to the ground, um, do all these things, and then the one time you get a little bit of a nut tap after a play, you're like, oh, that was that was too far, and you're tweeting about it like it's like the end of the world, like dirty player, like dude, you just punched a dude in the face. The clip he tweeted too sucked. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, look at I'm a victim. Oh, poor Sauce Gardner. No, screw you, dude. Um. Dylan, your takeaways from the game, all things uh, up for grabs. Um, I only went, or I only saw the first half as I was driving home. You saw the good uh, half. So, can can you break down what happened in like the, the last? The Patriots or couldn't score. Uh, Patriots could not score, um, and the Jets uh, had one good drive. They went eighty-seven yards um, and scored, but. Patriots couldn't score. They kind of just leaned on their defense. Didn't really call any plays downfield. Uh, didn't turn the ball over. Didn't do, take any risks. But overall, just the offense looked bad. And then the Jets um, backed themselves up against their own goal line and uh, got uh, a safety. And the Patriots ended up holding on and winning. There was a Hail Mary at the end that bounced off. Um, a Patriot knocked it down, Kyle Duggar, which was a good play, but just a bad bounce off Garrett Wilson's shoulder pads. And Randall Cobb's old decrepit ass couldn't uh, get to the ball in time. But it was it was a close call. Um, so two things to take away, I think. Uh, one, like we said last week with the Patriots, um, seems like we've seen this game 100 times before. This Jets game uh, they have played before. 
Yeah, I was just about this game, particularly the Jets. I feel like I've seen this game. Legitimately, I feel like I've seen this game 15 times. So when they go up against good offenses, it's the games that we've seen where it's like, oh, they're back and they have to fight back in the game. When they go up against bad offenses, their offense sucks and their defense just runs train over the other team. That's yeah. essentially how Patriots games go. Extremely days. boring football to watch. Um, and uh, the other thing, um, Jets quarterback situation, we were talking about Kirk Cousins. Um, I think they go after Justin Fields, to be honest with you. Oh, boy. That's interesting. Because they're so stupid enough to do that. Um, that's, you just, they're just giving up on Justin Fields like that? The Bears, I think it might be time. He is blaming coaches now. Um, anything from the Mac Jones and not Tap Saga? You want to touch on? <laughs> um, I see. You did, he doesn't have to do that. And I'm not fully convinced that he really, like, Gave it to him. Uh, but he does seem to be like a... He, he does seem to be like a weirdo. Like He's a weirdo. That's exactly the right word to describe it. Like, he's not a he, dirty player. He's just a weirdo. I don't yeah, think he's trying like, to hurt anybody. He's just an idiot. Who loses his cool. I don't know if it's he's too, too young or too like... I don't know, crazy. I don't know. He's just he's just like weird in his antics, like you said, with the breathing and because I've noticed that too. Um, I don't know. He's just a strange dude. Chin strap's too big. That's his problem. Uh, Cam, any takeaways from this game? You obviously won a nice little bet on it. Yep, I have a lot of faith in the Jets not being good. I didn't give you guys too, too much credit, although you always play the Jets well. I started your defense in another league. 15 straight um, wins against them. Yeah, too many. Almost 3,000 days. If you win another one, it'll be 3,000 plus days. Um, it's pretty rude. <laughs> so that's why I bet it. I wouldn't be. If win 15 times in a row, probably will keep going. I uh, didn't watch it live. I watched the replay. It's kind of soft. Max is kind of soft. Max is kind of soft. Sauce is kind of soft. The young guys, they're trying to get a rise out of each other. I don't mind the play. It's, uh, I, I like more so Mac, the video of Mac just getting manhandled. I think that one is hilarious because there's nothing he could do. And you can tell he's probably getting so frustrated and then his response is to not tap. So, Sauce Gardner. <laughs> I think that's just so funny. He punched somebody in the face. <laughs> Uh, who cares? Let it slide. Grow up. I agree. They're making a mountain out of Mohill. The one thing I want, the, the, I know we've done a, a minute on this game, but um, the thing that frustrates me about this as well is Bill loves beating the Jets. Absolutely loves it. Nothing he likes more in the world than beating the Jets. Um, after the game, he's all smiles. He's on the radio talking about the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing. Like he's totally locked in on it. Um, it makes me angry. Your team sucks. You barely beat a suck team. Why the hell are you sitting there talking about, you know, celebrity gossip? Why are you so jovial? Asked him about. I you. think, yeah, because he would answer questions it. like that normally. He doesn't. He's so he's in a good mood because he beat the Jets. He hates the Jets, which I respect. 
I hate the Jets too, but it's like your team sucks, man. And like you barely beat this shit box of a team and you're ready to sit there and smile. I think he'd be happier going eight and nine and sweeping the Jets than going uh, <laughs> 10 and seven and splitting with the Jets. I really do. I think he'd take the first one over the uh, the second one. Um, he's just, he has such a hatred for the team. I almost respect it, but I don't because your football team sucks and you're, you're ready to just sit here and joke around the whole day because you beat the team you hate. So that's my last thing on that. Uh, just, just yeah, to get a I, barb in at Bill. I said in the, in my, in the chat earlier, I'll put it on the air. Colleague of mine at work said, uh, there's a bill curse on the jets Such and a they won't win. Until he dies. It's not even until he stops coaching. He said until Bill Belichick is no longer living, only then will the Jets be good. Um, It's a great take. I love that take. Um, All right, Giants. um, I don't have much on the game. You guys were kind of screwed going into it without a couple of your best players. You sat out um, some guys that were working back on injury. I think that's a good move. Seemed like you guys might be in it for a second. But... um, Ultimately, wasn't the case. Christian McCaffrey has scored in like 12 straight. 12 straight. And if you bet $10 and kept rolling your money over, you would have made almost 80K uh, on that bet. Um, yeah, the 49ers are good. The Giants are not particularly great uh, so far, at least. Um, and I, I didn't really watch much of the game. So that's all I really have on it. Also, Jalen Hyatt, uh, not good. Sucks. Not to not get the first serve. No, he doesn't. He's really good. They didn't put him in. Um, Danny wanted him on a, on one deep ball early on. I think they to... didn't want him to get hurt or something. I don't know. But uh, they they are missing their starting left tackle as a stud. Their starting left guard is fine. Uh, Saquon. We hung in there for three quarters. I mean, it's an eight point ball game. We got the ball in the fourth quarter. What else can you ask for? After that, it's it's all it's gone. It's gone. But that's three quarters of football where you're still in it. Miss a team like that. Um, I was fine with this game. It's, you know, we get a lot of rest this week. We're putting everybody back in for Monday night against the Seahawks. I'll go ahead and say it right now. If we don't beat the Seahawks on Monday night football, that's it. Giants are done for the year. Uh, oh, must win on the table. Must win. Yep, on the table. Uh, Tucker, any takeaways from this one? Yeah, um, the 49ers are really good, even when they're not, it feels like. Um, no matter what, I can't remember too much about this game. Uh, I do think it's somewhat different if Saquon's playing. I think there's maybe a shot. Uh, but the 49ers are legit. I mean, they're Super Bowl contenders. They didn't play their best game of football, and they still did enough to win. Um, but yeah, all around. Maybe my best team in the NFL right now is the 49ers. I don't think that's too hot of a take. Uh, Dell? I missed it. All right. Um, <laughs> the, the next biggest story, probably the Dolphins. Uh, 70 points, first time since 1966. I believe 73 is the record. They could have went for it, but they didn't. Um, just an utter beatdown. We've talked a lot about it. But uh, the Dolphins, I've been high on the Dolphins all year. I have them in the playoffs. I now think they have a legit shot at winning the AFC East. It all is going to come down to Tua staying healthy. He's having an MVP-type season. Um, It's just easy for him, and they've done well by him. They just put 
speed and talent around him, and it's showing great results where he doesn't have to work too hard to um, find open guys because it turns out when you're faster, you're just better. Um, so the other thing, Mike McDaniel, offensive genius, some of those pitch plays, just screwing around plays, and they could just run them because the Broncos gave up. Um, I said my piece on the Broncos. I think they're done. Dolphins have a legit shot this year. I think they're a legit team. Um, and in terms of the Patriots' moral victory argument, I don't buy it. Um, they were without uh, they they you know the, the Patriots have a good defense. That's what, what they have. Um, they don't have an offense, so I, I don't feel any sort of good. And like I said, I think the Broncos quit pretty early on. At least the defense did. So. Um, yeah, pretty pretty special stuff. I think they're a legit team. I think they're a Super Bowl contender. I think there's a great chance that they come out of the AFC, um, at least at this point. I know it's early days, but that's just my opinion. Cam? Are you there? Muted? Hello? Yeah, gotcha. We're talking about the Dolphins. Yeah. We missed half of the last conversation. Dolphins. Dolphins, yeah. Uh, Tua's has the exact same stats as last season through the first three games. Three wins, no losses. Uh, eight touchdowns, two picks, uh, 72 for 111 or something crazy. Like, it's the exact same. Uh, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, you're right. It's, if he doesn't get hurt, it's an MVP season. Glad I got him in both fantasy leagues, drafted him. Because uh, I knew this was going to happen. I'm high on the Dolphins, the best team in the league. Beat, you know, arguably the second-best team in the league last week. Um, and it was a star-studded performance. I don't think they needed to put up 70. They didn't need to gloat like that. Mike McDaniel's uh, revenge game. I think realistically that's probably a 31-20 to 20 game. Um, and, it's, you know, Broncos are in it, really, if you think about it. The Dolphins are a good team. They got a good coach. I like Mike McDaniel. And I think that uh, they got a good shot at winning the Super Bowl if they don't have to face the Dolphins again. Or Broncos again. Hard to beat a team twice. Hard to beat a team twice. Uh, Dale, we know your opinions on the Dolphins. Do you have anything to add? Um, it's uh, it's kind of revolutionary the way they're playing offense. Um, not just talking the amount of points, just play calling. Mike Mike McDaniel. Um, Looks like he should be, you know, in the lab with me at work, and instead he's on the side of the football field, uh, just dogging it on guys. Um, it, hey, they, huh? Don't distract him. I can. Um, I can see you. You're never on video. Um, I think. The Broncos, like I said, should change this. They are just so bad. I like Russell Wilson. Is is I mean, is he just system QB? Is he old? Is the are the Broncos poopy? Like does he like does All he need to go somewhere else? Maybe he should go to the Jets. Oh, interesting. Wilson for Wilson. Uh, Tuck, any thoughts on the Dolphins? Uh, yeah, they're really good. I mean, 
they built the team right, and it turns out that that's super helpful. Um, they played well, I think. I don't really know how good they are defensively, but uh, offensively, they're a juggernaut. And I thought I think, you just said they're a top, top five team in the NFL defensively. I think they are, but I don't really know because they didn't really have to show anything against this team. They played well against the Patriots. They played well. Who did they play week one? I don't know, but they won. Um, I don't remember that far back. I don't either. But, uh, Chargers. Chargers. Bums. Here we go. Frauds. Uh, but uh, overall, I think they're very good. Uh, we'll have to see. I mean, you know. Uh, uh, I think that it's all based on if Tua can stay healthy, which I don't know if he can. So far, so good. Another game I wanted to touch on, the uh, Chief Bears. Obviously, a couple storylines in this game. We'll start with the actual game itself. The Bears are done-done, like cooked. Uh, Justin Fields had a tough week, came out, was said that coaching was part of the problem for his lack of success, um, and was kind of misquoted, but also not at all. Um, he's done. He sucks. I knew he would suck. Ohio State quarterback obviously sucks. Um, the Chiefs are the Chiefs, and the story about the Chiefs is the Taylor Swift stuff. I think it's fake. I don't think this is real for a second. This is marketing. This is Taylor seeing an opportunity to write a song and get a new fan base and get her fans talking. She's on break from her tour. I just see all right through this bullshit. There was a a rip a, a video of Taylor where you can read her lips. She clearly says, I don't really know him. Um, they went out to dinner afterwards. I guess she bought out everyone's dinner and the whole place. Uh, I heard a great take that uh, the Swifties are pissed. They hate ta- Travis Kelsey, apparently. No, I, it's just the one girl at Barth. No, I've seen a lot of them. I've seen a lot of them. Um they're born to be miserable people. That's what my, likes it. That was my next point. A lot of the Swifties, uh, they want Taylor to be miserable because she makes songs about miserable people. A lot of them are miserable people. I can think of one um, off the top of my head. Um, there was a point I was going to make that I forgot, but I just think it's fake and I think it's annoying and I'm so done with the Taylor Swift bullshit. And now it's invading my favorite thing in the world, NFL football. And I just don't want to hear about it anymore. And I really don't care. I think Travis Kelsey's a massive doucher. I think she is. I don't, I have, I mean, I, I don't really care about her, but I also don't like her because I think what she stands for and what she represent, represents in her music is a, a dumb message about nothing's ever my fault. And woe is me. All these guys have screwed me over when maybe I'm the problem, actually. Um, And she's so in my head. I live in her back pocket. I'll admit that. I live in her back pocket. She runs my brain. Um, But I think she's mid. I don't think she's that attractive. Pretty enough. Don't think she's a smoke. I I think her music. I think her. See, catching sex is on and off the field. Exactly. Um, I think her music is rudimentary rudimentary little easy songs for easy brains to listen to. Um, Not a fan, not a fan had to listen to her every day for two and a half years. Never liked it. Never got on board. Her fan base is toxic and sickening. I don't like Travis Kelsey. 
I hate the whole situation. The only way that this works out in my benefit is if she destroys the cheese from the inside. That would be great. Then I will become a Taylor Swift fan myself. Don't think it's going to happen. Saw a take from Big Cat, similar to my take that I had with She Who Must Not Be Named about uh, Taylor Swift. I said Tom Brady is better at his craft than Taylor Swift. Tom Brady is the greatest football player of all time. Big Cat said Travis Kelsey is the second best tight end of all time. She's not the sec- second best musician of all time. Just not. You can quantify it in football. You can't quantify it in music. She's not. So the Swifties need to stop putting themselves above football and saying she's above this. If she really likes them, then they should date, and that would be great. Where do you put them in all-time football players, Travis Kelsey? I don't know. Probably top 50. I don't know. Would you put her? Is she in the top 50? Uh, Depends on how you want to measure it. Uh, She's probably one. No, she's not one. Um, (laughs) No, she's not. She's not not even close to number one. Um, She... If you want to measure it by popularity, she's probably the most popular musical artist of all time. I'll give you that. Uh, does that change with social media and everything like that? Yes. So it's a tough thing to measure. Uh, just like it's tougher to measure the tight end position in the history of the game. But I'm so sick of it. I don't give a shit. I, if they want to date and be happy, go right ahead. Keep it out of my friggin' face. Chiefs are good. Bears suck. F Justin Fields. F Taylor Swift. F the Swifties. Crawl in a hole and die. That's my take. Uh, this brought up something in me is imagine if the Chiefs do make the Super Bowl and the Swifties claim them as their team. And so it's just the Swifties. That's Bowl. also another point that I mentioned today. If the Chiefs fans and the Swifties unite, I may have to start a holy war to cleanse the earth because that is two groups of people I do not like. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, oh. It, it sounds I, – I would not enjoy that. I, I'm kind of starting to jump on the Taylor Swift wagon. I don't know why. But um, if that happens, it's a whole other issue. I just don't think – I mean, I can't see all the, that many Swifties happy. I don't, I'm not a Swiftie fan. I'm starting to come around on Taylor. I don't, I like, I don't understand why. It's so fake. It's all it's fake. Football game. That's cool. It's I like. Fake. It. She was cheering hard too. She does not give a shit. She she wants there. She's a celebrity. She all the celebrities are the same. They do this shit That's for the cameras. So no, they do this shit for the cameras. If they just all of a sudden become football, first of all, she claims she's an Eagles fan. So bullshit number one right there. Philly fans are loyal. They're scumbags. I give them a lot of shit. They're loyal. She claims she's a Philly fan. She's fake. The whole thing is fake. It is to to boost both of their brands. That's what it is. You notice how many goddamn commercials he's in? He's in every friggin' commercial that comes on TV. I said it this weekend. How many commercials does Discount Gronk have? About a million. I can't get away from the dude. I can't get away from her. God hates me. I'm his personal pay pig. And he just makes deposits on me and pushes me around all the time. Fake. Listen, I'm going to tell you something right now about Taylor Swift. I don't care. You're not going to find Swift. a more supportive teammate, band, partner. Listen. What? Partner? You're getting out of her. Every time you look at, a, at an audience, 
uh, whether it be the Grammys or a, ba- a, co- a basketball game. You just see people miserable on their phones, not having a good time. When's the last time you've ever seen Taylor out there not showing out for people? She's a pick-me girl. That's her brand. Do you not remember all the beef she's had with all these artists and people over the years? Like, her and Katy Perry hate each other. She hates, she she turns her entire fan base across these celebrities just because they don't want to date her annoying ass. She's fake. She's she's a pick-me girl, Cam. That's what she is. She's a pick-me girl. Fuck her. No, look, she it's never her fault though. Exactly. And she is the one no, she is the supportive one. Mm-hmm. Every time you see her, she's happy, she's jumpy, she's cheering, she said the F word on live TV, it was great. Uh never a dull moment with her. And all these guys board buyer. All these all these guys that she's where there's a different story. I'm talking that I I'm talking about her liking football being a real thing. Kelsey, I don't know. Maybe that maybe that's fake. I think she went out there and supported. I think she's a big fan of Donna Kelsey. I think they got get along well. I don't think Donna Donna lets her in the box if it's just Of course she does. It helps her son's brand. No. No, you've no. bought in. See, you've you've Donna been you've been She's a ride or die. You've been I, I brainwashed by the Swifties. Nothing's ever no. her fault. You said that. That is the way these people think. Nothing's ever my fault. Nothing's I'm not ever a Swifty fault. fan. I know what they do. I'm a, I'm a Taylor Swift fan. I Whatever these Swifties If you failed in that many relationships, it is your fault. You are the bad person. I know from personal experience, someone out there who was wrong, who has that mentality that nothing's ever my fault, always happy in all the things that she does on media, that is their mentality. That is, never, that is the message that... I've never seen anybody cross her, though. I've never seen anybody say... Kanye beat the shit out of her. Kanye is... Yeah, a great guy. No, he's a terrible person, for sure. I'm hearing your team Kanye. When when that happened... When that happened... all of his thoughts. 15 years ago, I was team Kanye. As of two years ago, I'm no longer team Kanye. He's a I scumbag. Mean, Kanye going on the downfall was kind of the beginning of the chaos. Like, Listen... I. I was Team Belichick. Now I'm not. Like you can change your mind. Uh, Dylan, any thoughts on the Bears or the Chiefs? Um, Molly whopping yet again. Uh, good for the bet. Um, oh yeah, football talk. Easy cover. Uh, as, for, as for the <laughs> as for the Swifty debacle, um, I'm not. By any means, even remotely close to a Swifty, but I have listened to so many Taylor Swift songs, and I told Linnea today I might know more of her songs than any other artist at this point. She just randomly played twenty six songs or something, and I knew all but two, like on a TikTok or something, and it was it was kind of sad for me. Um, in like, I'm surprised, honestly, by how much, like, general media coverage it has been. And, like, the NFL tweeting memes or the ESPN putting out videos about stuff. It's like, like, I, it's not just the, 
um, like the Swifties are just. You're right. The media's trying to. The, the NFL's see. trying to capitalize on it. Yeah, it's like it's a lot more coverage of things, and there's articles about the whole scenario. Like if you Google. Um, Travis Kelsey. Like the first thing that comes up is like, is he nice? Yeah, it's crazy. It's people. Swifties <laughs> mm-hmm. are nuts. Like they're like watching out for this girl's like, they're like trying to see if he's good enough for her. Like, it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen with a celebrity couple. Well, they are douchebag, so. I, don't, I think he's kind of cool. I don't like, think he's cool. You guys have bought, you drink the media Kool-Aid. Here's a sheep. I kind of like Travis. I don't. What's wrong with liking Travis Kelsey? He's an NFL player. Because he's a douche canoe. Have you ever heard him talk? New York Times, five hours ago, Travis Kelsey was a star. Taylor Swift puts him in a, another orbit. Why would he not do this? That's right. This is so fake. How about How about the theory that she was carted out on that like I did see that that was fun that beer cart or yeah, something <laughs> that was pretty good I like that um, I'm not and she wasn't of course she was anything to draw attention to herself I mean that's the opposite of trying yeah to yeah except everyone's like obviously she's in there like it's, it's the most fake it's she's fake she's fake oh god I hope Swifties listen to this podcast and then don't come back um. <laughs> All right. Um. Any other NFL games we want to touch on? I think those were like the big ones this week. Um. Obviously the Chargers, Vikings. James Winston. Jamo is back. I love James Winston. You bet against James Winston. I didn't. Cardinals. Who bet against James Winston? I did immediately. Oh. Why would you do that? Uh, I had money on. I was saying the whole game. Who the hell would bet against the Saints in this game? And then they put in Jameis Winston up 17 nothing, And I immediately bet Packers money line. It was plus 2000 I won 200 bucks on a $10 bet. So apparently everyone should have. Um, put the bet into the group too. All my friends to make money, but no one wanted to. Uh, I would never bet against Jameis. He's the funniest person in the NFL. Um, are the Bengals actually bad? Have we considered like that being like the reality of the situation? I know Tucker has, but obviously they won the game last night. They don't look good. Some sums no. up. Did they change any coaching? Uh, not any major. I don't think anyone got hired there from there, like a coordinator or anything. But I mean, Burrow was moving. He's hurt, so he was moving out. He was playing at like sixty percent. Like he could like barely move. He could roll out to his right. He could not roll out to to his left. Like, he went to his left maybe three times. And one time I thought, like, he was going down as soon as he, like, planted and went started going that way. So, they figured out a way to get the job done. Uh, McPherson is got a boot on him. I was trying to come up with something witty with his last name, but couldn't. Uh, I mean, they also got lucky. There was a doink field goal that was good. Um, a couple penalties here and there that went in their favor. Um, 
I think it's more of a testament to the Rams sucking because the Bengals were coming off of two not great weeks, looking pretty bad, and a quarterback at like again like sixty 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 five percent. Um, and the Rams couldn't get it done. So I think this is more of a showing of how bad the Rams are. Uh, yeah, I think both teams are pretty in a pretty similar situation right now. I think the Rams are actually a little better than I expected them to be, and the Bengals are worse. Uh, Cam, but the the Bengals receiving core on paper is like got it's, it's got to be top three. It's very good, and but T, T Higgins T Higgins has not been good. No, he stuff, and I hope they cut him. That would be great. Saw people calling for him to be cut, traded. Um, if there's a trade available, the Patriots need to make that trade. Uh, Cam, do you, are you concerned about the Bengals? Is the Jersey curse back? Yeah, it might be. Um, I'm not too sure about the Bengals yet. Stand by. I think they might just have a midseason miss the playoffs. Um. I mean, they, they started 0-2 last year, and they turned it around. I still think there's plenty of time to turn it around, but I, I, it just doesn't look right. Sure, yeah. I, I, it's different. I sent this in the chat yesterday. Uh, hard hard to believe that we had this Super Bowl matchup not too long ago. I know. Now they're both not looking great. <laughs> Was that like three years ago? Two, two years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One yeah. season removed from those two teams in the Super Bowl. That was like watching the Patriots play themselves. It kind of was. It's bad offense all over the shop. Um, all right. Any other takeaways from the NFL? Do we have a list? We had dogs. Dog breeds? Uh, Anybody got anything better they want to put forward? We could have D-A-W-G dogs. Just guys that are dogs. Dogs, the bounty hunters. That's a tough one. That's my number one. That might need a little bit more preparation. I think I can do dog breeds off the top of my head. How about dogs just like famous dogs? That's Cartoon not a bad dogs, one. dogs, real dogs. That's not a bad one. Fake dogs. I don't hate that. Can we find common ground? Cam, you're not putting in any input. I can do that. Go for it. All right. Start off number one. My dog, Ellie. Yeah, good one. Good pick. Boom. Your own dogs don't count. I think it does. All right. My entire list is going to be my family's dogs. Okay. Well, then you'll have a mid list. If you only have one dog, then it's fine. No, I think you have to pick your your favorite one or two family dogs. Oh, just one. I'm going with my dog, Ellie, number one. Any reason behind that? That seems like a bit of a reach. I don't think any of us were going to take your dog. She's right here next to me, though. So what am I supposed to do? Tell her she's a third-round pick. Now she's looking at me. Now she's asking questions. Tell her she's a third-round pick, and she she has to work for it. Now she's gone. Trey, Trey, you don't take Frank. I'll take him. She's demanding (laughs) trades right now as we speak. All right. I will just take Frank. Dale, go ahead. I'll go with Scooby-Doo. Good pick. Uh, nothing like a Scooby snack. Uh, just, you know, talking dog. Uh, just an all-around great American 
icon, Scooby Doo, the Great Dane. Um, Great Dane. All right, nine number one. We are a sports podcast. I'm going with the most athletic dog, Airbud. Uh, good at everything. Uh, basketball. Very good at everything. Basketball. Uh, wide receiver. Um, baseball. Just just a multi-tiered athlete. The Bo Jackson of dogs, some would say. Um, Hall of Famer. Imagine them letting a dog play. I mean, that's the biggest unanswered question in all this. How did the athletic directors let this happen? Um, but he schools the kids. He's better than everyone, and he's a dog. Uh, and then he popped out a bunch of kids, started a franchise. He's a good businessman. Uh, going to Air Bud, number one. Uh, number one, give me Brian Griffin. Funniest dog, family guy. I believe he got car- – did we do cartoon animals or something like that? I don't think we've done cartoon animals. I think we do cartoon characters. Was Brian no? Because there's no way Brian. There's no Griffin way he was made high. the list. No. There's no way Brian Griffin would be that high. Because I remember being like one one in the draft. Uh, did not take and then number Griffin two, one. give me. I'll take Goofy. I'll take Goofy. Good pick. You say yeah, Goofy. Goofy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess that counts. He's a dog. What do you Are mean? Are you guys saying it wasn't going to count? Yeah, that's goofy. He's wears clothes. It's <laughs> a good point. You know, he's he's a a dog. Talks. I mean, he's just—he's too much of a person as opposed to a dog. Anthropomorphism. Why can Why are? can he talk and Pluto can't? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Wake me up. I was gonna do a Scooby Doo impression and then a goofy, and then I said I can't bring myself oh, to that. <laughs> That's my best Scooby-Doo. Um, all right, back to me. I'm going to have to reach here because I'm feeling threatened. I'm going with Frank. Uh, Frank the Pug, one of the greatest dogs of all time. Was he a dog? I don't know. think so. I think uh, he was an alien. He could have been an alien. Uh, named after the character, of course, from Men in Black. Um, also semi-named after. Honorable mention. The semi named after the Always Sunny character. We got Frank and then we got Charlie. So um, kind of looks like Danny DeVito. I know Dylan has aspirations on having a dog named Danny DeVito one day. Um, just an all-time character. Uh, couldn't put the tongue in his mouth. Uh, didn't like people that wore hats. Uh, Hated me. Used to lay, lie down and make like a – he looked like a loaf of bread. Um, Cam knocked his tooth out shortly before he died. Some argue that Cam actually killed him. Um, just a, just an all-time character. Great dog. Loved you more than you can believe. Um, was very protective of the family. Um, great dog, Frank. Number two. It's a good pick. He's a good dog. Always will be. R.I.P. Um, also part of the show, Frankie Memorial Studios. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good one. Um, is it me? Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Hercules from the Sandlot. Uh, big oh. dog, big barking dog. Um, just a scary guy. Scary dog, but turns out to be a nice dog. Uh, I was always afraid of what was behind that wall as a kid. Like I was flying over, um, package swinging. And 
it's just a great character. It's a real dog. First, first real dog TV character, movie character on the list. Um, Cam. Yep, I'm gonna go with uh, that big red fella, Clifford. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, brings a lot to the table. Big dog. I mean, if you want a guy on your side in war. You're going to want that big guy. I think he's a lover more than a fighter, really. Yeah, but he can stop. If, if he doesn't even see it coming, he'll stop by. Um, red, also. Not typical color for dogs, so definitely stands out. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with uh, you know, Snoopy. You already didn't talk about your Snoopy? No. Nope. Uh, I am sad I didn't. Oh, we did yeah. Goofy. I was going to do Snoopy the whole time. But I don't know why. Nope. You had right. a debate whether Snoopy would... Goofy was a dog. I'm yeah. going to actually, yeah. Can I go Snoop Dogg? Not a dog. Not okay. a dog. Yeah, really I'm going to go Snoopy. Um, Snoopy's a good guy. Um, yeah, I should have done. I should have done. Charlie Brown, guys. He, uh, does he, he doesn't speak, does he? No, he laughs, I think. That's the only noise he makes. Yeah, he, um, he's a good dog. He kind of snickers. Yeah, he does. He's a little weaselly little guy. He's always got that yellow dude following him. Fought in World War um, he's a leader. He's a true leader on the team. Um, Lives in a and, doghouse. Yep. He's he's very dog, right? He's a cartoon dog that just plays a dog. He's nothing more. Walks on two nothing feet. Nothing less. He's a dog. Walks on two legs. That's the differentiator. Yeah. A little bit. Dale? Um... I'm going to go with Slinky Dog. Toy Story. Good one. Um, sometimes gets uh, stretched out a little too much. Boy, how? But that's okay. Um, couldn't tell you the, the voice actor. Um, I think he died recently. Okay, that's sad. R.I.P. Uh, but yeah, I'll take Slinky Dog. Good character. Uh, super supporting role down the list. Good one. Used to watch that movie every day when I was like two years old. All right. I'm going to go with a sleeper pick here. Um, Courage, the cowardly dog. A of that show. See, I love that show. Very weird. Howard. I've always loved weird. No, he's a hero. He always overcomes his fear. I've always loved weird cartoons um, from the time I was young. Um, now it's like more comedy based adult cartoons but I, I i've always loved weird cartoons uh courage is definitely one of those stupid dog you're making me look bad um courage overcomes his fears faces some strange strange characters um yeah i like courage and his big uh ugly teeth my mom used to say if you don't brush your teeth you'll look like courage so that really took that to heart as a, as a young boy um courage my number three Um, my number three, I guess I got to do it, you know, going the same theme. I'm going to take Pluto, Goofy's pet dog. Mickey's dog, pet, pet dog. dog. Um, good boy. Oh, Mickey's dog. Sorry. Not Pluto's dog. I don't, I don't know why Mickey was friends with the dog, but had a pet dog. Seems like ownership. Maybe slightly slavery, style, but um, yeah, I'm gonna take Pluto. 
your next pick? And my last pick is, De- oh no, fourth pick, DeBrickashaw. DeBrickashaw is taking it. I mean, it's shocked he fell this far on everyone's list. Uh, really surprised. Didn't expect him to fall here. But Cam met DeBrickashaw? What? Has Cam met DeBrickashaw? I don't believe so. He also is no, a nuisance to the pod, making noise all the time. So I'm I'm not shocked he fell. He's looking at me right now. He's, he actually took pretty bad offense to that trade, so <laughs> be careful next time you see him. He might bite you. He's on my dating profiles. so yeah, Don't you forget it. Shut it's up. the only reason why you get matches. Uh, he's definitely a major part. Um, How many people have asked you, is that your dog? Uh, at least three. Um, I am going to go with a strange one here. I might not love this pick if somebody comes up with better ones. We want Balto. Um, I think I only watched Balto like a couple times as a kid, but his image is ingrained in my brain. And I think the reason for that is I think a lot of furries kind of base their uh, their look off him. Um, I think he he was a, a lot of people's sexual awakening, so he's like a sex icon dog. So good for Balto. What? Uh, del- did not expect you to go this route with it. <laughs> Delivered uh, medicine to people. Uh, was he based off a true story? I think I've never seen this movie in my life. Balto, look up never. Balto. He's the most stereotypical, like, cartoon-looking dog that I think I've ever seen. Um, but Balto, interesting film. I hate hey, this pick. To tell the pod? I hate this pick. I hate this pick. I just thought of like six more dogs while I was talking that I like more than Balto. But I made the pick. You know. Sometimes Balto. you just gotta try to try to develop the, the, the player. So Balto's my number four. Um real quick, Mickey Mouse and Pluto uh, situation. They're about the same size. So do you think Mickey is just a really big mouse or Pluto's just a really small dog? I think Mickey's a giant mouse. Isn't that kind of terrifying? <laughs> yes. Just think about it. <laughs> Just think about that for a second. Uh, number four for me, I'm going Hooch from Turner and Hooch. I know Tom Hanks. About Turner that was like one of Tom Hanks' first movies. If you've never seen this movie, it's a great movie. Never seen it. Um, Trey, I think you'd like it. You watch it. Cam? Isn't it as I was up again already? Um, I'm going with Blue. From Blue's Clues. Okay. Good oh, one. That's a uh, specialty I used to watch all the time. Uh, talk about maybe one of the greatest detectives of all time. Never got one wrong. 100%. Are you kidding me? Every single time. He found it. And not to mention, he switched the cast members. The kid never left. Uh, Steve left. Josh, or whatever the next guy's name was. Is it Josh? Blue stuck around. And uh, Magenta. 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 Magenta.
Wow. That's my Owen Wilson. Wow, you're my compadre, my amiga. Um, <laughs> and uh, that wraps it up. Really? Um, oof. I'm going to steal this one right from under Tucker's nose. I'm going Doug. Doug oh, wow. from up. Uh, oh, but it should have been. I don't know why it wasn't. I basically only picked this one because I, I felt like Sabotage and Tucker. Um, but Tug's good character. Very right, like your quintessential what we believe the mind of a dog to be. Uh, good, okay movie. I still don't love that movie. Okay, okay movie. I agree. Um, I am going to go with Disney dog Pongo. That's my number five. What the hell is a pongo? I am shocked. I was I thought that was gonna be an easy pick for me. Pongo? Uh, you had Pongo on your list? Pongo was coming up next. Snaked from Tucker. Tucker's getting screwed that, in this draft. He is a Dalmatian. I didn't think of that actually. Yeah, Tucker. that's why he was up. I didn't think of that, but he is a Dalmatian. The father of What's the hundred and one Dalmatians. Dude oh, Dude was getting busy with Perdita. First of all, let's get out on the table. Um, the most powerful I dog. I like out of this dog list for you is sexual. Is there something you want to tell? <laughs> it is. It is coming out that way. I didn't intend I for it. We at least actual. <laughs> I didn't intend for that. <laughs> but um, it is. I promise. I'm not a furry. Um, but also a hero. You know, went to bat for the family. Um, also hooked his owner up with a chick. That's more than any dog's ever done with me. Um, so I don't that's know. why you got Brick on your... Exactly. I'm trying it, but, you know, Brick and I, you know, Brick and I got a good relationship. I, I'm his, you know, his, his relative, but, uh, we, you know, I'm like the weird uncle that lives out of state. Like, he, he doesn't know me that well. He sees me once every couple weeks, couple months, and uh, that's kind of it. But Pongo um, went to bat for his family. Fought off the evil Corella DeVille. I'm actually not remembering anything that happens in that movie. I don't remember how they get the dogs back. I just remember the uh, female Dalmatian was hot. <laughs> Perdita. <laughs> uh, Perdita, his, his lovely wife. But um, that's worth a rewatch. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I don't remember anything that happens. I remember they talked to all the dogs and they call it like Scotland Yard. Uh, honorable mention. Uh, actually, I'll wait. I'll wait. Um, go ahead, Todd. Uh, my last pick's gonna be Droopy. Um, Droopy the dog. Good old timey dog. Very funny. Um, you know, low key. Is he like the depressed one? Yeah, but like he's like depressed, but he just does a bunch of shit and like just kind of shows everybody up all the time. Funny voice. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention Tramp. Another Disney dog. Lady. Uh. Deputy the dog. I don't know if I know Deputy the dog. Well, I thought you'd be more in the lady train, but cartoon from yeah. like the eighties, seventies. Um, Toto. Toto is a real dog. Oh wait, this wasn't cartoon dogs. <laughs> For some reason, I got stuck on cartoon dog. Are you telling us you're attracted to cartoon dogs? Dude? Maybe, maybe. It I found feels like it. <laughs> maybe I found something out about myself tonight. Um, all right. That's our show. Crazy episode. 
a lot of talk of uh, potential hidden fetishes as well as Taylor Swift talk. Some real anger out of me. Um, and both of our teams uh, are one and two. Are they good? We'll find out. Patriots find oh, wait. a way to win. Trey's still angry on the pod. Wait, wait, wait. Six. Wasted takes parlay. Oh, wow. We almost forgot. Almost forgot. I have a couple lines I really like. One of them I don't love, and I think I'm going to commit to it. Because as much as I've hated on this team, this is a must-win coming up. (laughs) Pats plus seven feels like too many points. The Patriots have played the good teams close. The Cowboys are reeling a little bit. They have a lot of injuries to their line, and they're already making excuses. Oh, they have Zeke and Will Greer. They know our signs, blah, blah, blah. They might try to cheat. First of all, that's not cheating. Second of all, you guys are scared. I'm going to take the Patriots plus seven. I think that's too many points. I think if they lose, they lose by four. I think there's a slight chance they win this game. Um, Probably not very high, but um, Pats plus plus seven, I think, is, is a decent bet. I don't think it's a sure bet. Um, but I'm take I'm taking it. Pats plus seven. I love this. Uh, we're gonna be cheating, stealing signs. This is what they need to do all week or all game. Uh, learning them, preparing this week. Uh, Zeke's gonna do some things he hasn't done yet for the Pats, and we're gonna run on him. I don't hate it, Trey. Thank you. I think it's too many points. It jumped out to me. I was thinking Jaguars, but that number just jumped out to me. That's a lot of points. And uh, they played the good teams close. Anybody see a line they really like? Do you want me to go now or should I go last? I don't know. You can go now if you want. Um, Lock of the week. Yeah. Lock of the week. You guys are going to hate me for this. Monday night. Minnesota. It's not Monday night, and Dylan hits it on the head. You can't do that. That's been banned. (laughs) What do you mean I I can't do Minnesota? I I took mine back last week. We have a (laughs) solemn oath on this podcast. You cannot bet the Vikings. No Vikings. uh, I know Vikings. Vikings. I do like this bet, Tuck, but not not for wasted takes. Oh, my God. Dylan did it last week, and they ended up losing. Dylan was going to bet them, and it didn't hit. Guys, it's so juicy, though. The Vikings are always like this, Tucker. It's always like a no-brainer and a blow. It's making me feel some type of way, that line. But fine. Bet it on your own time. Come back to me. Cam, you got a line? The Giants are minus one and a half. Is this this going to be the homer parlay? Oh, the Giants. Oh, I'm the Giants. No, the Giants. Would you be mad if I go Thursday night football and just get this thing going early? No. Lions minus one and a half. Lock it. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. All right. Who are they playing? Packers. I hate that bet. Packers blow that team out. The Packers have covered the spread every week. Yeah. They're due is what I'm hearing, Cam, right? Better do. Jordan Love can't can't hold this up. Um, I 
Uh, Dolphins are actually, plus three. If you guys don't take if you guys don't take Ravens plus two and a half, I might take that one. I did not have that as my bet. I'm still going with I'm still going with Lions. Um Darn. All right, guys, come on. I have one. Go ahead. All right. Um, yeah. This is the I'm, – I'm starting this bet early as well, Cam, just like you. Mine's at 9.30 in the morning. London game. Okay. Mm-hmm. I – the Jaguars got to bounce back at some point. Yeah. I think this is the time. Yeah. This is the time. Jaguars minus three. I – Love it. That was my favorite line this week. That was my favorite line. It's a home. I mean, the Jaguars belong in London. This is a home game. They're not getting the points. They should add a home game, which is crazy. But this is their home field. Uh, Urban Meyer is still there. Um, There's rumors that they might move to London. I've been hearing rumors. (laughs) No, no. They might be moving to London. Like, there's talks about it. Uh, yeah. Dylan, if you don't like any sides, you can pick an over and under or something like that. You just need No, to no, that's stupid. We don't like that. I love that. Um, I went over. I went fourth last week. You just got to give me some time to really think about it here. We're going. I don't want to do the Monday night game, so we're going to just not look at those. You can do them if you want. We were discussing a possible ban on Monday night activity. But the Bengals pulled it out. The fake Tucker movement. The fake Tucker movement was laughing at Tucker last night for a for a half. Yep. But as they always do, they come crawling back to daddy. Dylan, you are the shark on the podcast. I know, that's the thing. Um a lot of pressure on Dylan right now. I think I'm going. I think I'm following with Cam and doing Ravens plus two, two and a half. The only other game that I kind of liked was um, Broncos minus three against the Bears. <laughs> do you the only want to change? The other one. Which one do you want to do? Does Cam really want to switch, or is he sticking? Nope, I'm I'm sticking where mine is, and I'm good with whatever you choose, either one of those. Make a decision. Um, quickly. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna stick to what I sent. Ravens. Okay, so we got Lions minus one, Patriots plus seven, Jags minus three, Ravens plus two and a half. Two underdogs. Lions, Lions is uh, one and a half. Oh. I saw that one. Um, one would be cool. All right. Two favorites, two underdogs. Kind of get some good odds on that. Stay with us. We're sharp. We came close week one, missed bad week two, won week three. So, you know, who knows what you're going to get this week. Uh, we should just probably roll over the money we won this week on this bet. That's how confident I'm feeling. But 
160 a piece. 160 a pop on this bet. Who says no? Um, that's our show. <laughs> Wasted takes. Episode 193. Death of Perniacs or whatever the hell his name was. Uh, interesting program, but we got through it. Thanks for getting away with us, and we will see you next week. So long. See yeah. ya. Yeah.